I mean, I, I'm going to ask, how's it going? But I have to imagine that it's going pretty well for all of you because it's going pretty well for me and it's going very, very, very well for the Seattle Kraken. After that 8-1 shellacking, as John Forslund called it, uh, what a way to start off an Emerald City Hockey post-game live presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall absolutely incredible i mean it was just it was it was dominance from the kraken start to finish there was maybe a minute combined where like the coyotes were really able to put up um a a fight in the in the kraken zone there i mean this was this was just the game the kraken needed is the bottom line not just to pick up two points in the standings that obviously helps especially late here you're looking towards starting you know okay where where can we clinch what's the overall situation everything but just to be able to get all those people on the board you got you talk about eight goals from seven different goal scorers i think that's a big deal for the kraken talk about philip grubauer getting back into the game getting into a game and you know making 21 to 22 saves that's fantastic. Like he, he, you know, get his confidence back up and everything. Power play got a lot of in-game practice on the power play. I know two for seven doesn't look that great, but realistically, I mean, they had some good showings, especially on that goal to open off the game. That power play goal from Jordan Everly. I mean, that was a great power play goal using the bumper. Everybody who would have thunk it. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, this is this like all around. This is just a fantastic game. There's no way around it. Like it's it is so so awesome. And I can't think of a better way than to start uh, looking over here at chat with the super chat from Kitty B Kraken eight goals really yes kitty be cracking the kraken are holding you uh holding you honest to that uh really appreciate the super chat definitely appreciate that but yes i mean eight goals they really stuck that last one in late on you there from donato too about 30 seconds left uh but yes it was this was just a fantastic game from the kraken all the way around like i said it's it just seems like what they needed it, what we all kind of needed and wanted was just like this nice relaxing game where we could just celebrate the Kraken and just watch them be as good as we all know they can be. Uh, and, and all those guys scoring goals. I mean, odds are if you're, you had a favorite player, they, they got at least a point tonight uh, just because of all the goals that were, that they were able to score tonight. It was, oh, it was so, so awesome. Got another super chat here from Gregory lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Done with 200 career points. Pastor Canner with 37 goals. Hashtag busting uh, out the whooping stick. Uh, totally got the Gatorade here. As you can see, I was excited during that game. I drank most of this already pre-gaming just because I was feeling it. But mm, appreciate the super chat, Gregory. And yes, some big milestones. McCann gets up to 37. Happy 500th game for you, you know, <laughs> and uh, gets gets up to 37, chasing 40. I, I mean, he's, he's close now. He's really, really close. And then, as you mentioned, Vince Dunn getting to 200 points as well. That is so fantastic for him. I'm really, really happy for him. Just continuing this this ridiculous season he's having. He's playing so well. He is making himself a lot of money this year. That is for sure. Um, Braun with the super chat in here as well. Thank you very much. Shower thought Borgen is good version of Lausanne. That's exactly right. I think that is like the perfect way of summarizing uh, Will Borgen. It, it, 100%. That's just that's definitely what it is. <laughs> you totally nailed it. Uh, I know it was Striatic. I don't know if you're in, in the Striatic. I know you were at the game tonight. Um, but uh, Striatic had brought us 
brought up us wanting to talk about Borgen uh, during one of the things. We didn't have a chance to add it to the deep dive that released today. Uh, we'll do it down the line. I mean, it might have to wait until after the postseason where we deal with like all the upcoming contracts for the Kraken. But when we were talking, me and RJ did like talk just a little bit about it uh, behind the scenes. And we we were talking about Will Borgen. And the bottom line is, yeah, I mean, he brings a lot of that same stuff that everybody's idea of Lausanne is that that big physical defenseman that can wear down opponents, all that kind of stuff come like playoff time, especially. It, it, that's what Will Borgen brings. And yeah, he's just. He's he doesn't take dumb penalties and he can play defense unlike Lauslan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, it was this is great. Ty OMG, is it Thursday yet? Going to be epic. Yeah. Okay. So this th this upcoming game against the Coyotes on Thursday is going to be crazy because as I'm looking at the game summary from this one, obviously we talked about the eight the eight one final score, all the great goals from the crack. And the other thing I want to bring up though. 49 penalty minutes for the Arizona Coyotes, 31 for the Seattle Kraken. Things, especially late there, we saw it getting very, very testy between these two teams. The Arizona Coyotes did not want to go down with, without a fight, literally. Uh, they were definitely coming out swinging there towards the end. And you know what? To the Kraken's credit, they were right there. You look at Ryan Donato scoring that eighth goal uh, with under 30 seconds left in the game. Sees his line mate in Sprong go down you know, and take a bad hit there immediately stands up for him. Doesn't have, doesn't have time to celebrate his goal. He's going to, to, to bat for his teammate there. Love to see that uh, from Ryan Donato. And uh, yeah, I mean, everybody on the crack and nobody was going to back down. So I'm going to be very, it's going to be very interesting to see what the game on Thursday also at CPA against the coyotes is going to bring because I mean, is it going to start off that way or is it going to be if one team jumps out to any sort of significant lead early on that we could see things kind of devolve uh, into a situation like that? I mean, it's, 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 it's really crazy. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And then obviously I'm really trying to get out to Arizona for that game at Mullet arena. And if, if the, uh, and if anything like that hangs around for that game, that would be that would be quite something to see as well. Michael, yet another eight-goal game. Wow. Just keep winning against these lesser opponents. So the name of the game, especially this time of year, just take care of the games that you have to take care of. And the Kraken are. And this is why, you know, maybe at times RJ and I not as not as panicky as maybe some other people around the Kraken media space. It was just because we knew these these Arizona games were in there. And I know Arizona plays well, but they kind of only play well at home. I knew for a fact these two CPA games were going to be going to be uh, good chances for the Kraken to pick up some easier points, and uh, that's what they certainly did for for this one. It'll it'll be great. Um, Light with the super chat, thank you very much. Arizona didn't go down without a fight, but let's be real, the Kraken players definitely have the advantage on that front too. They do. Those fights were. Uh, I mean, I think the only one that I'd kind of call like even that that well, there was really the only the one actual fight, and that was the Alexiak one. Um, and that one was, you know, that was pretty decent. I thought that was a good fight all the way around. Both guys handled it well. Uh, was it Liam O'Brien, I think, for the um for the coyotes there? Uh yeah, that that was a good fight. And then the rest of it was just that kind of like post-whistle stuff. I thought the refs did a good job of, you know, calling the misconducts, just getting guys out of there. I don't have a problem with that, especially like, you know, Ryan Donato getting kicked out with 27 seconds left. Like, yeah, all right, that's fine. He just, he just scored a goal anyway. It's, it's all good. Uh, so yeah, I, I just can't wait to see what Thursday brings. That's going to be so interesting. So interesting. Oh, I'm so, I'm so fired up for that. But before that, 
we got the game to we got a game tomorrow night going up to Vancouver and I bring this up just because it is going to be our Patreon live commentary game and we're just trying to get the word out for that so it doesn't kind of creep up on everybody but it was the only away game that we didn't think one of us was going to be at so we had to make it this the, tomorrow night against Vancouver uh just because it was going to be the only away game where we were going to actually both be able to like do this because RJ will be going to Vegas and then you know it sounds like I'll be going to Arizona so uh just reminding out there for patrons or anybody who wants to join the Patreon tomorrow night against Vancouver that will be our live uh game commentary really looking forward to that one last time everybody remember we got that Dallas overtime Adam Larson game winner it's a very good one DJ and Tay if Arizona would have kept their fist to themselves we probably don't try and add three of the goals late playoff ceiling game Thursday it's very possible that on Thursday the Kraken can clinch it. It'll depend, of course, on what they do tomorrow night and kind of how the rest of the dominoes fall. But based on based on this this win for for the Kraken, I yeah, I think I think it could definitely happen. RJ and I had kind of been looking at this week being the week that the, that would probably happen for the Kraken anyway. Uh, but yeah, if you you know you go into Vancouver and you win, and then you win on Thursday, that I think that probably does it for you. Crackstack baby from Daniel. Absolutely. Chris, magic number down to six. So there we go. That's kind of answering our question there. Uh, Z Butler, does a misconduct equal a fighting penalty for Donato? If so, Gordy Howe hat trick achieved. It does not. Unfortunately, it does not. It is a different thing. Donato was assessed 10 penalty minutes for that. A misconduct is different than a fight. So we did not get our first Gordy Howe hat trick uh, for a Seattle Kraken member with Ryan Donato for that one. But uh but yeah, I mean, it is still, I, I take that from Donato standing up for his teammate in a situation like that says so much about who he is as a hockey player. I, I absolutely love Ryan Donato. Cody, what a shellacking good boost of confidence and reaffirming that the boys can score. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, great win by the Kraken. Need to, oh, sorry. It just jumped on me. Need to be ruthless during this stretch, but watch out for cheap shots from Schultz there. Yes. I, I mean, I thought the Kraken did a good job of kind of handling that. And you know what? Credit to the Coyotes. You're getting blown out. It was obvious that they were frustrated by that, but they didn't totally take cheap shots. I think the worst one was that hit on Sprong that Donato stood up for. And, and, you know, again, credit to Donato for doing that and credit for the linesman for just, you know, handling things. Even before that, the, the, the refs and the linesmen were really trying to just get guys out of the game to keep that under, under control. But, you know, the Coyotes could have made this uglier had they wanted to, and they didn't. So I do want to give them, you know, a shout out for being good sportsmen, even though you're getting blown out, they, they held it together enough. Uh, Dock, the Coyotes made it much easier to continue hating Arizona based teams that hit on Sprong after the Donato go goal was uncalled for. Good game for the boys, though. We needed it for sure. Madero's, well, that was a roaring good time. It was, wasn't it? And again, no, you know, we're going to talk about the goal scoring and everything, but for you, I'll talk about Grubauer. Grubauer looked fantastic in this one. He wasn't challenged too much, but he still had 22 shots on goal. He only allowed one. That's going to help out the save percentage. It was just a good, solid, you know, get some confidence back in there kind of night for Grubauer, especially at home. I think that's a big deal. You know, Kraken getting the win at home, Grubauer getting the win at home uh daniel fourth line didn't score till donato's late one it was a it was a good one i like that he jumped in there uh ty canners dragon snipe wow sprung with two passing apples wow sprung being an enforcer in the d zone wow ebbs geeks bjorky oh my borgatron finally yes uh good old billy borgs as Lindsay would call him is, is back on the board 
Uh, how about Carson Susie getting one back on the board? First time this calendar year. Uh, that's pretty cool too. So yeah, it was a it was a really good night all the way around, especially for for those guys on the back end. Uh, Donnie, heck yeah, high Thursday kick comes soon enough. It's gonna be so good, Lindsay. That's cracking hockey, baby. Wash, rinse, and repeat for Thursday when I'm in the building, please. I know. Congrats to everybody who was in the building. I know some people uh were were in there for this one, and and you know, good on you for getting to getting in there. Uh, I know Rebecca, that was your first game this season up at CPA. Congrats on on getting a good one. I'll throw that out there. I don't know if you're in here right now or not, but. Uh, Definitely, definitely. Duthin with the super chat here. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it. Shout out for the Kraken's first over 500 season and real 500, not hockey 500. There we go. Let's see what the what is their record now after this one. I got to wait for my standings page to update. It looks like, uh, but yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be up there. Yeah, yeah, that is gonna be over 500. Um, I, I, awesome. Totally, totally love it. Totally love it. It is fantastic. And uh, thanks for the super chat there, Duthin. Um, TBK, I call this game taking care of business. Only five more points points to go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was it was good, good stuff there. Um, James, dirty scumbags from Arizona. Sucks we have to play them two more times. Or is it good so we can keep blowing them out? I take the blowout wins. I take the two points. And like I said, I know, I know they were getting on everybody and all of that kind of stuff, and that that strong hit was certainly not not clean and not good. But again, I've seen games get way worse and way more ugly. I've seen guys out there trying to, you know, intentionally injure people, and the Arizona wasn't doing that. They were trying to drag the Kraken down and stop the beating, the bleeding, and stop, you know, just just have some respect for themselves as they're getting completely blown out of the water. I get that. I understand that as from a player's standpoint. Um, but yeah, I, I, I take two more games against them. I don't think they're going to do anything too nasty and, you know, hopefully knock on wood. I'm, I'm proven right there. Uh, team win. Love that. We didn't back down. Absolutely. Thoroughly entertaining. It was Leanne uh, light. The deep dive curse worked doubly tonight. Uh, Berkey back on the ice again and the offense showed up. Look, I will take it. I've said this before. I will say it again. I'm probably going to say it again come playoff time. I am I am totally fine being made the fool as long as it means good things for the Kraken. If it means guys getting healthy, if it means the Kraken scoring and blowing out teams, I will be made the fool. I don't care. I will take that all day long. And you know what? I'm guessing everybody else too. You'll, you'll all take that, right? If we, if we could all laugh at me, but it means the Kraken are doing well, I think we all take that. Uh, good morning, Barbara. You found the scoring button again. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. All it took was was playing against that poor Arizona goalie who just, I mean, he had a rough game last game too. And the coach, the coach, when he said putting him back in today was just like you know, trying to trying to get him back out there. And it was just oh, 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 rough, rough, rough. Um, let's see, Tammy letting us know. Stars were Gru, Susie, and McCann. Yeah, that sounds about right. I like that Gru got in there. I know he didn't, you know have to face like a ton of stuff tonight but the bottom line is he he made just about every save and that one goal against i mean somehow like nine foot tall lawson kraus uh this guy that is just always going to follow me no matter where i go both good and bad uh he uh he just got lost the kraken lost him i don't know how you lose that guy he's like a foot taller and like a hundred pounds heavier looking than everybody else on the, on the ice uh but they somehow lost him back there so grew you know not not much he could do on that one uh i'm kind of shocked susie didn't end up with the gordy at the end jake saying i know i was a little surprised there too 
Um, but you know, I think it was Kraus that he was kind of going with it. The linesmen just weren't going to let them do it. It was after that Alexiak fight. Linesmen were just not going to have it clearly. Uh, but yeah, that would have been cool. You're, you're definitely on it there, Jake. See our bud who's liking the stream tonight. I, I mean, I can't see it. I see there's two, uh, one Oh seven in here right now though. Uh, I got to imagine lots of likes on the stream, and I really appreciate that, everybody. Duthin with another super chat here. Thank you very much. Also, shout out for 15 of 18 Kraken skaters getting points tonight. That's incredible. Like, I mean, that is, it speaks to the depth. I know we talk about this, and we've talked about this for their other like eight goal games, is just the incredible depth that the Kraken have. But that's, that's ludicrous that you would have only three skaters out there not collect a point tonight. And I'm looking, and it's Jaden Schwartz. Ellie Tolvanen and Jamie Alexiak. Those are your three that were, you know, unfortunately did not get a point tonight. Uh, everybody else picking up at least one. And funnily enough, nobody getting like three. Like everybody maxed out at two. Like you got one or two. That was kind of like it on this one. That is, that is, that is a very interesting uh, spread out there. So very, very cool. And again, thank you so much for the super chats there, Duthan. Really appreciate it. Sergeant Pickles here. Duds denied a canner Hattie. Big rig fights like a newborn giraffe. Yotes being ridiculously sore losers. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> the big rig fight was an interesting one. Uh, I feel like all his fights are interesting for one reason or another. Uh, I just always think they're a lot of fun. And then, yeah, canner again, scoring two goals, but not quite able to get the third one to seal the deal on the hat trick. It's going to happen. It's going to happen at some point. It's going to happen. It has to. But yeah, that is, it is pretty funny. Um, Krakenock, it's only a matter of time before we get another home Hattie from one of the boys. Are we thinking we could see it in the playoffs? How awesome would that be? That would be incredible, Krakenhawk. I would love that so, so much. That would be so awesome. I would, oh my gosh, that would be incredible. What a way for your first ever playoffs to go and, you know, get a, get a hat trick in there. Like that would be so cool. Um, are you sure we can't play the Coyotes in the playoffs from Lindsay? Yes, unfortunately. Fortunately, the teams we're looking at are slightly better than they are. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Cody, I didn't see that. I was listening to everyone on the radio, lol. <laughs> um, let's see. Maddie point alert from Coop. Definitely. Maddie picking up another one tonight. That was good to see. Happy about that. Go, you know, keep, keep adding them. Keep adding them. Uh, let's see. Good stuff. Love Alexiak dominating a fight from AL there. Definitely studs from Sergeant Pickles. Here we go. Dropping a TD and went for two on those jerks. Mm -hmm. Dunner 200 points. Not sure if father can or Chris Kyle. I know that's, that's a good one there. Uh, but yeah, we talked about the done 200 points earlier. It's, I mean, there was just so many good things on here and, and just rolling right into Ben's right after that. Allison Lucan went ham with all the individual Kraken stats on Twitter tonight. I know I wasn't able to keep up with it all. Cause I, you know, I got to watch, make notes with all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to after this going back through and just, just going to, going to her uh, Twitter page and just scrolling through everything and pick it up on anything that I missed. I got to think that that's going to be a good time. Daniel four and two to get to a hundred seems so much better than five and two did, even though it's just one game. Yeah, it really, really does. Uh, it's kind of crazy, especially because, you know, you look at the schedule and, you know, you got two more games against the Coyotes. The Vegas games scare me. Not going to lie. I mean, Vegas is a good team. I think they should scare all of us. Uh, we just did a whole podcast about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I've, I'm feeling pretty good. The, tomorrow night against Vancouver should be a lot of fun and really interesting, too, after this one. Kraken going on the road to go up the up the freeway there a little bit. Uh, it's, it should be an interesting battle for them. 
Joshua, I need the JV Jones hat to go to Donato for standing up for his teammates twice. I'm with you, Joshua. I 100,000 million trillion billion whatever you know large number it is. I'm one. I'm right there with you. JV Jones hat for Ryan Donato tonight. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm kind of sad he wasn't a star of the game, to be perfectly honest. I like, you know, McCann obviously makes sense. I like that they gave it to Grubauer. I already talked about that. Carson Soucy, that's cool. He got back on the board. But Ryan Donato definitely deserves something for that performance that he had tonight. It was great. Um, oh, my gosh. My thing just totally jumped on me. Alex, getting depth scoring heading into the playoffs is huge. It is. Although, I mean, for the Kraken, that's kind of just the way they roll anyway right uh i just like that the top six started scoring uh queen ed beer hall thank you for sponsoring our ech peeps uh, definitely donnie i mean queen ed beer hall so thankful to have them for this season uh absolutely been loving that that uh partnership with them it's been fantastic uh definitely everybody check them out again playoff time that is going to be the place to be if you can't be in cpa or for those road games Definitely. Queen Anne Beer Hall is going to be the place to be. Ty, I watched the Zonacast. They spoke pretty highly of Seattle. Talked Maddie and all four lines hurting you. Then they said, oh, Yanni, you don't want that. Don't know how, uh, don't know much about uh, dropping the mitts. Lol. That's, I think that's been like a, a season by season, like thing I've heard about them. Ty, that bit at the end there, but I love that they're giving Maddie some love. Love that they're talking about how dangerous Seattle is in the depth. Definitely appreciate hearing that. Uh, Declan, lots of tension on the ice. Just a little. We'll see how much of it spills over on a Thursday. Um, should you ever be expected to take your foot off the gas in the NHL? Daniel asking. Not really. Like what you'll do is, you know, you'll maybe try to make one like like you try not to show up the other team like you're not going to make like this one extra special crazy pass to really show them up if you're already up by like seven um but uh you know th really the big thing is just you don't like celebrate a ton uh at, when you score your eight one goal like donato wasn't going to celebrate a ton there regardless of what happened with the sprong hit or even the goal before that you know morgan geeky i actually i did think a little bit i was like wow that's a lot of celebration there from geeky and everybody on the ice uh but it was a power play goal geeks hasn't scored in a while i get it and it wasn't like egregious but otherwise no i mean teams don't really fault you for trying to score Nobody wants a game where you're just trying to wait out the clock. Nobody wants that. And the league doesn't want that because fans really don't want that. So that's kind of like how things are uh, over under for me at three and a half fights on Thursday from Sergeant Pickles. It's going to be really interesting. Cause like I said, I don't know. I mean, coyotes don't have anything to lose, so they could just go into that game wanting to goon it up. But my guess is they're going to want to at least try from the beginning to, to just win the game and, and have that be their revenge, especially then knowing they're going to go to, arizona not too long after that next monday um but if the if the kraken jump out to any sort of big lead again you could start seeing stuff like that i'll probably i'm gonna take the oh, the under on three and a half though just because i think we'll see the refs do what they did tonight they'll just start tossing guys they're not gonna let it get to the point where they can fight um i think that's i i'm wonder if that's a league kind of mandate this season i don't know because we've seen that a couple times now from the kraken in these situations Buck defense was solid. Offense was solid. Groovy was remarkable. I have nothing to complain about there. That's because there just wasn't. I'm right there with you. Uh, it's, it was just a fantastic game. Start to finish. Nicole really love what Donato did. Such a great team win. A thousand percent. 
definitely 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 if this arizona with if this series with arizona was earlier in the season we'd already be clinched daniel's saying i mean yeah assuming all you win all of them for sure i mean that, that would be a big jump in the in the points i mean we'd still be talking about like hey maybe you got you do have a shot at that third spot in the division there you know what i mean um but yeah this this was just a fantastic win for them uh, Stratic, so uh, that was fun. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, yes, I'm here walking the monorail. Yeah, you got a good one, Stratic. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, Declan, I say Canner gets 40 by Saturday. Ooh, that would be good. I mean, gotta like him going back up to Vancouver, get a revenge game in there, get another game against Arizona. It's possible. It is possible. Definitely, definitely. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, it's Duke. How dare you insult Babyface Borgen like that? Did I insult Borgen? Or would you mean Arizona? I didn't think I did. And I loved that face he made when he scored. Just that, like, like just a relaxed, like, nice, like, yes. <laughs> I loved that. I, I, I just want to, like, clip that for something. Uh, that was fantastic. But, yeah, I love, love, love Will Borgen. Um, heading home from the game, that was a lot of fun. Jay, you got in there. I mean, I love it. Everybody who got to see this game in person, congrats. Good for you. Um Obviously, we'll hear from RJ later, but I got to imagine the building was loud. <laughs> uh, Joshua, Donato left the ice a bit early after the last shuffle. Please tell me he got a fighting penalty. He has a goal and an assist. Gordial hat trick? No, got the game misconduct. So same with Susie. Neither guy gets the Gordial hat trick. They both got game misconducts just to get them out of there. Um, that's the way the refs called it. Uh, it's on the, the box sheet in there. Ryan Donato misconduct, Carson Susie misconduct. It's just the, the way it goes for that one. So no, they do not count for Gordie Howe hat tricks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, especially for you, Joshua, you've been pulling for this for a really long time, but yeah, that's, that's, that's just the way it goes. Um, Daniel Kraken are undefeated against the Mariners when they play on the same night. M's lost seven, three to the angels. Well, look, Mariners got a lot more games in their season to make it up than the Kraken do right now heading into the playoffs. So if that's, you know, if that's the way it's got to go, I guess, I guess that's the way it goes. Uh, Varine, did, did they hear that power plays were a reliable way to suppress Kraken offense? Doesn't seem to have worked out for them. No, I mean, granted the Kraken only scored two of their eight on the power play. So I, in some ways it worked for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean that Arizona, if, if, if that was their strategy, I mean, they did a good job going for it <laughs> with the 49 penalty minutes um oh hey it's duke josh brown racked up 14 of those penalty minutes by himself in that one run yeah there was some there were some people who really went out there uh for for the penalty minutes today uh both sides but yes uh, that josh brown really got those uh with that late bit there on uh donato and sprung uh, Firebirds just won their shootout from Absurdly Sane. Thank you for that update. Love to hear the Firebirds continuing doing what they do, which is just win every game, it seems like. That's just the way they go. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Stratic, Arizona, a bunch of goons, pathetic display, high risk of injury on Sprong. Yeah, like I said, that is the one, one, the one panel, the one uh, hit that went too far for sure. Uh, line fights at the drop of the puck are always from, from Atomic Shockwave. I know. I mean, that would be kind of crazy if we saw that on Thursday. I just, the Kraken have to play a lot of hockey here in, in uh, April, especially, you know, they got another game tomorrow night. Reminder, live game commentary for patrons. Check it out. Link in the description below. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, it's a lot of hockey for the Kraken to be playing. I don't know that they're going to want to do something like that just because of that, but it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Dexter, I'll be at Mullet for the game in a week. Come down. I'm going to try to, if I get, 
if I get the road clearance, then we're all good. I'm going to Arizona. Definitely. Definitely. And I'll, I'll try to say hi, Dexter. It's always hard. Sometimes some of the arenas don't make it easy to get down and meet fans from wherever the press is. And I don't know what the situation is at mullet, given how unique that overall arena situation is, but I will definitely try to, uh, to reach out and, and find you. And anybody else who's going to be there. Uh, Daniel, I know sometimes we can get on Alexiak for playing a little soft, but every time he has dropped the gloves, it's been at least a stalemate. Definitely. I don't know that Alexiak really wins fights like like outright. Daniel, I'm with you, but like for but he always holds his own. He definitely does. Uh, he's a talented guy, and he's, he's a real team player. I, I really do appreciate that and respect that from Alexiak's game. It is, it's been clear to me that that is kind of his job. Like he is the guy on this team that takes the fights for the team. And that is, that's a respectable thing. I do. I do uh, give him props for that. Uh, don't forget to like the stream. Show some, show our boys some love. Appreciate it. Donnie crack and unleash their inner twisted sister scoring those goals, goals, goals from Edward. Love it. Yes. Definitely. Lindsay Daniel Sprong, notable passer. Two primary helpers tonight. He's really trying to round out his game. And I love to see him getting hot leading up to the playoffs. He had some beautiful passes in this one. This was probably the best Kraken like passing performance all season long, I would say. Um, and uh, yeah, Daniel Sprong definitely in there. Uh, I believe it was what was it that he had the pass to Everly in the bumper spot on that power play, which first off, like Kraken. Thank you. They must have listened last post game after that Kings game where I was like, use the bumper on that power play. Cause you know what? Arizona tried to do the same thing, spread out their, their PKers and Jordan Everly snuck right in there. Sprong gave him the dish right on the money. It was fantastic. And then later setting up Carson Susie. That was another great one to just read that cross zone that, that Susie was activating. He was stepping up. He was going to have a nice lane to walk in on the goaltender. That was a really nice read by Daniel Sprong. I definitely, definitely give him props for that one. A uh, couple more super chats here. Appreciate it. Uh, from Schultze, uh, CV's uh, win tied for first in the AHL. I'm telling you, Coachella Valley is crushing it right now. They're absolutely crushing it. I mean, really, all season long, they've been crushing it is the bottom line. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, really appreciate the super chat there. And then from uh, Kraken Spectacore, let's give it up for Susie finally receiving a dumb penalty against instead of taking one. Yes, definitely. Definitely going to give it to him for that. Uh, yes, it was it was a really good night for Carson Susie, somebody who we have talked about. I mean, I brought him up. Was it last game or the game before? Carson Susie having a really good game. I think it was Ty brought him up like a week before that, uh, having a good game. Carson Susie is really, I think, figuring it out here late in the season, and that's really, really cool to see. I think finally both those defensive pairings after that switch kind of midseason around the All-Star break, whenever that was, uh, where we saw, you know, Borgen go up to play with Alexiak. We saw Schultz come back and play with Carson Susie. I feel like those deep pairings, they finally kind of played enough minutes together, been through enough different scenarios where that chemistry is finally getting there for both of those pairings. And we're starting to see them all play a little bit better. Uh, I really, really like that. Um, I really, really like that. Uh, happy to see it for sure. Uh, Alan, whoo uh, you know, it's a massacre when even John gets less and less excited for the goals starting with the sixth. Yeah. I think towards the end there, I think even he was getting a little tired of like having to, having to do all that. That's gotta be stressful on his voice. 
you know, uh, getting the, that excited about all of it. But uh, yeah, it was a good game. Anytime you can put the the uh, play-by-play guy in that situation, it's a good night. Uh, calling it now, McCann gets a hat trick tomorrow to get 40 goals on the team that drafted him. Poetic from a Bach. I would love that, especially on the live stream. That would be incredible. That would be so, so cool. Uh, Robert Kraken, yes, yes, yes. Definitely, all day. Uh, Bazzi, that power play three unit was quite effective. Uh, the power play all the way around was really good in this one. And, you know, it's tough to say how much that was like you're playing Arizona. They're not the most skilled team in the world. I don't know what their PKs really been like through the most of this season. Uh, but a lot of it was it did feel like the Kraken kind of learned some lessons from that last game against the Kings, where it was, look, if teams are really going to sell out to stop, you know, whether it's like the Tolvin in one timer or Sprong on the other side or McCann on that other side, they're going to really sell out for that and spread out those those two forwards on the PK like that and leave the middle of the ice open. That we got to take advantage of that. We got to take what they're going to give us because that slot, that middle of the ice, that is the highest percentage place you could be to score a goal. Sorry for hitting the mic there. Um, like that is, I, I absolutely love that. So um, I'm I'm really curious to see if we see something different from say Vancouver tomorrow night um, or uh, Vancouver. I don't know how, if they have, they gotten better on the PK. I remember they, for a while were the team with us sub 70% uh, just really dogging it. Uh, I, I have to assume they're a little bit better on that on it since then, uh, but both, both against Vancouver and then also again on Arizona to see if Arizona is going to play that same way on Thursday or not. My guess would be not after they kind of got killed for it today, uh, but it'll still be interesting to see Pablo 42, 26 and eight, 92 points incredible right like absolutely incredible the growth year over year is astonishing obviously it's historic and we're just adding to that history every single game it seems like now it's so so fun so so fun sarah i love my boys don't forget to like the stream appreciate it sarah definitely uh assuming you're at the game too hope you hope you had a good time uh daryl sprong gets the apples because he forces respect and the defenders overcommit very possible, Daryl. I mean, that is that is maybe what we are seeing right now from Daniel Sprung. He was so hot there for so long that, yeah, teams have to pay attention to him on the ice. And then he recognizes that and starts making those those dishes. All for it. I am all for it. B wants to be that kind of player. That is fantastic. Uh, JMG with the super chat. Appreciate it. McCann scores on the power play and a shorty. Just needed the 5v5 goal to complete the trifecta. I know that was really cool. That shorthanded goal uh, with the setup from Beneers, that thing was beautiful. That the way it like rimmed around, like all of that was so so clean, so so pretty. And I like him getting those shorthanded goals. Let me see how many he had coming into this game. But that's been one of the aspects I've really liked about McCann this year is him joining the PK and kind of playing more on it. I've, I've I thought that was really really awesome. Um, I'm trying to see if I can pull it up really quick here. How many he had shorthanded goals. Yeah, he had two coming into this one. So that's his third shorty on the year. That's a lot of shorthanded goals. I, I absolutely love getting to see that from him. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, RJ must be a heck of a press conference too, by the way, because we're 35 minutes in. RJ's still not here joining us. Uh, very, very excited to hear what that's, uh, what that's all about. But yeah, I got to imagine everybody's in a pretty good mood. Oh, well, you know what? Speak of the RJ and shall appear because that's that's what this is. That's what just happened here. Let me go ahead and add in add in RJ. RJ. I mean, we've been talking about it. Obviously, it's been a, it was a fantastic game. So many good things to talk about. Uh, couldn't help but notice. Took you a little while to get in here. I got to imagine everybody was really happy in that locker room after this one. 
Yeah, no, the, the mood was, was definitely happy. Also, a little bit of a rush to try and get on the plane, but I think uh, the guys definitely had plenty to say about that win. Yeah, I mean, what was the building like? I got to imagine the building was a ton of fun tonight. It was it was really fun, especially at the end. It's, I mean, Dylan, you've been to some of those games where it's just at the end and then a team kind of keeps finding ways to pour it on. And, you know, the crowd just, you want more, you want more. And, and the Kraken delivered for him at the end. Yeah. How about the Kraken? 15 of 18 skaters getting a point tonight. Like, incredible. That That is incredible. I'm, and 15 of 18 skaters and the goalie, Philip Grubauer, got an assist on the second McCann goal as well. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, just incredible all the way around. So Cause, much. Cause we were talking with Carson Soucy after the game, and um, I, I guess uh, someone brought up that he had the goal and the assist. Did he think about the Gordie Howe hat trick? He's like, yeah. I didn't even know I had the assist. Like, there were so many goals. What goal was it on? <laughs> Oh, love it, love it, love it. I mean, you know, that's the way that's the way defensemen think. They're not used to having to keep track of all that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about that both with um, both with uh, Carson Soucy, with um, uh, was it Ryan Donato, I believe, also the potential to have that there. People wondering about the misconducts that they received if that counted. Fortunately, it doesn't. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, interesting things all the way around. I do want your opinion just because it's come up a lot tonight. Obviously, we got to face Arizona again on Thursday. One, how do you think Arizona kind of comes out and responds to that, given how they kind of finished the game today? And then, like, what are your thoughts on how Arizona kind of played towards the end of this one? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start with the second question because uh, we got to address the kind of the, the Coyotes' play at the end of this one. I, I thought there were definitely some dirty plays involved. I think the worst of them was that hit after the goal on, on Daniel Sprong, you know, after the 8-1 goal. Look, the, the game's over to take a run at a guy like that. I always hate that kind of play where it's near the boards and you send someone tumbling into the boards. I just, I have, you know, this extra hatred for that. Maybe it's because, you know, when, when playing youth hockey, I like, broke my leg along the boards, you know, by slamming in there. I like, I, I know how bad things can get. Like it's, it, it's just such a bad play. And Daniel Sprung wasn't shy in talking about it too. Yeah. You know, he, he said that it's uh you know, it was a bad play and that, you know, he didn't like, you know, if, if you're upset with him, he's like, look, I, I get it. I, I hit the guy late in the second period. Shit happens, he said. But, uh, you know, if you're going to come at me after that, come at me during play. Don't do that, uh, you know, when he's not in a position to defend himself. Yeah. Although, and he did say at the end, too, I posted the whole quote. I'm trying to be careful in my paraphrasing here. I posted the whole quote on Twitter, so everyone can go, go take a look at that. But, um, you know, at the end, he said, too, look, they, they've had a really rough year. They just lost 8-1. to one. If the situations were reversed, I'd be pretty pissed off, too. But that's not the time and place to do it. Gonna say you'll paraphrase everything but the one word that could get us in trouble, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. I I felt like that one was the one that was like kind of the step too far. But I actually I did give Arizona a little bit of props because I think and you would agree with this too. We've seen teams get a lot worse than the Coyotes did in situations like this. Like I I, I was worried that we'd see a lot more plays like that sprung one than we actually saw. Yeah, I mean that that one I have you know I. Right. I can't let that one go. But aside from that, I mean, you have the, I think it was Josh Brown. It was some Brown number three um, on the Coyotes there who got the four minutes for roughing and the 10 minute misconduct. I mean, basically just going after Gord and then Donato in the scrum. Like, that's fine. You know, they're squared up. They can see it coming. I mean, still, you know, I'd prefer you not do that, but he got the penalties appropriately and all that. You know, I, again, the Coyotes, they, they just resorted to playing loser hockey. And, and that's just trying to go after whoever you can and getting angry. Um, so 
moving on to the first question you asked about next game, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we'll see any of that right away, but uh, knowing that they would do this in this game, if it gets ugly again, I wouldn't be surprised to see it one more time. That's what I said. I said they're going to come out and they're going to try to just win the game if they can. Yeah. But yeah, if they find themselves down a couple goals again, like, you know, they're going to have to. Because I feel like partly why Arizona did that was just because they know they have to play them again on Thursday. And then you have to play them again a week from today. Like, so you have to start sending a message of we're not just going to let you steamroll us every time. I feel like if Arizona, you know, they weren't going to play them again for another month and a half. I don't know that we see Arizona do what they did tonight either. Yeah, you know what? I, I think you're right about that. It's just the, the close grouping of games where they, they felt the need to send a message. And I mean, Carson Soucy, he kind of shook it off pretty easily. Just talked about how great it was that the Kraken players stood up for their teammates, especially Donato yes. going in, yep. uh, you know, right after uh, the player who hit Sprong. But um, he said, look, we're not going to be looking for that. You know, if, <laughs> if it comes our way, we'll be ready to handle it. But we're not certainly not going to go out and try and start anything or, or get them back. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, Ty, felt like Zona might have been playing up a bit on Sprong, to which he beats them with great passes. If he can do that more often, he is absolutely something teams have to game plan around. We were just kind of talking about that with Sprong. Had those beautiful passes in this one, RJ. He's absolutely beautiful. Wants to set up Everly to kick off the scoring, and then later on to get Carson Soucy with a goal, which is not something I expected going into today's game. Uh, but yeah, it does look like Daniel Sprong, okay, you got noticed again. Merrick's talking about you all the time. Everybody is zeroed in on Daniel Sprong and he felt the pressure and he said, all right, let me beat you a different way. Exactly. And um, maybe you should have uh, saw that coming because I did, I did actually ask Daniel Sprong about that after the game. I said, Hey, you're, you're usually a shooter, but you got a couple big primary assists, you know, what's like being a playmaker and beating guys that way. He's like, Hey, Hey, I can pass the puck. Like I got 22 assists this year. You know, I, I can pass it and I got a good chuckle from everyone. So I don't sleep on his playmaking ability. Like I did. Yeah. I mean, I guess not. Uh, let's see. I can absolutely see McCann carrying over with more goals to reach 40 from Donnie here. Definitely. Tammy loved the shorty too. Uh, yeah. I mean, McCann having another one, RJ again, though, that elusive third goal still eludes him. I know it's so tough to get that third one, uh, to get the hat trick, especially at the end there where look, the Kraken had four minutes of power play time, but at the end, closing it out, you know, they're not going with the top unit. You got Morgan geeky in there to get the power play goal. His first power play goal is a Kraken, which is pretty cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like the Kraken really had their foot on the gas trying to get McCann that hat trick. So you got to understand the situation in the game. Oh yeah. Uh, David here, uh, was at the game CPA was rocking, felt like goal eight was a bit overkill, but still fun to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, it, those penalties that, that led to the power play, they came from kind of dirty plays and the Coyotes mucking it up. They definitely could have avoided that. And, and those are the kind of power plays, you know, if it was a trip or a hook or something late, then you just kind of play the, with the puck around, but I have no problem with pouring it on if the other team's going to play dirty. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, would rather see Vegas than the wild, especially with Minnesota's goaltending from Phil talk about it all on a deep dive that came out today. Oh yeah. Uh, and I push back hard on that narrative. Uh, <laughs> I, I give my numbers. RJ gives his on the other side of the debate. Uh, definitely recommend that. Um, let's see the agonator. I'm going to the game on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, anybody going to this game on Thursday is going to be in for it. I think. Should be a good one. Uh, that goal face from Borgen was great. I was so happy from him for Don from Donnie there. I loved that face he made when he scored. RJ, did you see it? 
No, I didn't. I didn't have the chance to see it, uh, like, you know, on a way where I could see his face. But I know that everyone coming together for the huddle there after the goal was trying to figure out who scored it. He wasn't sure if he had it. He thought maybe there was a tip coming in front. Yeah, they, they were trying to figure that one out. It was like a mix of somebody who looked really relaxed and also a little bit smug. Like, he was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good goal that. face. It was a really <laughs> good goal face, definitely. All right, uh, super chat here from Leanne. Big one. It's uh, it's as though Jared knows I landed a better paying job today from Leanne. <laughs> uh, really, really appreciate the super chat, Leanne. And congratulations on the job. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats. So happy for you. That That is awesome. And yeah, of course, Jared celebrating uh, for you with that one. Definitely, definitely. Really appreciate the super chat. Thanks a lot. And yeah, one more time. Congrats. Uh, thanks. Thanks for sharing that with us, too. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, it was moderately loud. A lot of people left early and a fair number of empty seats, maybe due to Mariners game. But the in arena and postgame vibes were immaculate. The only bad part was that the DJ was never given a proper opening to play the Monday night football music. Oh yes, I know that that seven didn't last very long on the scoreboard, um, but yeah, no, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Can you guys explain what exactly the bumper spot means from Tammy? Yes. So on the power play, that is the player that kind of plays in the, I, I mean, in the slot in the middle there. When you have like one guy net front, one guy back on the point. Let me get the whiteboard. Do you have the whiteboard, Dylan? Yes. yes get yes. the whiteboard. What I'm doing? It's what I'm doing. Hush, hush, hush. <laughs> Got to get all the Afra stuff out of the way. Afra's got all her treats and stuff in the way. <laughs> As though she's like in charge of that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you got the basic like uh, one, three, one power play set up here for the Kraken. That number two right there in the middle, that would be the bumper slot. Yep, that's, that's, that's the bumper spot. That's the easiest way of explaining it, but that's the bumper spot. But uh, after that last game where the Kings really left that middle of the ice wide open and the Kraken just somehow had nobody there, I was so happy to see that first goal of this game, RJ. Jordan Eberle being wide open there because Arizona tried the same thing. They split they their two forwards out wide thinking, hey, these are the only two times the Kraken ever shoot. I was so happy to see the Kraken kind of learn from one game to the next again. Exactly. You have to adjust based on what the opponent's doing when you're on the power play. And yeah, I was I was so happy to see that goal. Just use the bumper spot more if it's there. I'll say that all season. Like, just use it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Phil asking a tough question here, RJ. Who sits when Berkey comes back, Sprong or Donato? I think probably Ryan Donato. If, if it's, you know, as of now, just Daniel Sprong. He's, he's so hot right now. It's I know I it's it's the one thing like especially if Sprong's gonna be dishing it like he did tonight, I mean that's the way you got to go. I like the versatility of of Donato. He can play center, but of course if Berkey's back, got to think Morgan Geeky's going back down to be your four C. I I think I probably agree with you right now. Like if it's happening yeah. next game, it's gonna be Donato. But I mean I could see them switching off. I, yeah, because they have that rotation basically going earlier in the season where it was one of him or Geeky going out I could, or, or Sprong. I could see them going back to that. Yeah, that does lead me to another question because like we were we were, uh, Joshua talking about the Davy Jones hat and I agreed with him. I thought it should go to Donato tonight. Yeah, no, I think standing up for his teammate there after the Sprong thing, he had a good game too in his own right with the, with the goal on that play too. Um, I, I think that's a really good choice. I sometimes get intel from going in the room like who got it 
but I couldn't figure out this time because they had all packed everything up to head out to Vancouver. So all the equipment, all the hats, everything was just gone and out the door by the time we got into the room. All right. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to scout out Twitter for that one. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay. Okay. Can we talk about Larson riding Fisher like a pony for a full minute behind yes. the net lull in the words of a former scout do, do, do Adam Larson, do, do, do best defenseman. <laughs> that is a great song. I know someone on Twitter suggested that uh, we overlay that song, put that over the video. So I'm going to try and do that tonight. Cause that'd be great. <laughs> um, but yes, that was something that we definitely noticed up in the press box as it just continued as he kept sitting on top of him and like, Hey, that's pretty good defense. Adam Larson finds new and creative ways uh to keep other players from doing anything dangerous yeah they don't call it suffocating defense for nothing <laughs> yeah it comes from somewhere <laughs> uh Dottie, afro needs a treat after winning like the kraken did tonight not getting caught in a trap game we could make that happen huh afro you probably yes. appreciate that huh you want to come up yeah, I just moved everything out of the way for the for the whiteboard, so you're all good. Speaking uh, of Adam Larson, yeah, got go some Adam Larson power play time. Yes, we all, did. A minute and a half almost. How great was that? And they, I believe they scored. Yes, they did. One for one uh, with Larson on the power play recently. So yeah, I figured you'd like the result. I text. I remember I texted you. I'm like, Dylan, look, Adam Larson power it's play happening. time, and then immediately yeah. Geeky scores. Yep, that's happening. That's that's the way to do it. We gotta we gotta keep them like that. Uh, just because I was I had been talking about you, you know, being a while before you were joining us tonight, RJ Kraken Spectacor. RJ just scored a goal, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, Phil saying, "Hey, RJ, great job on Mitch's podcast." Oh, thank you. No, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and we're, we'll be doing another one recording sometime later this week for for his Patreon. So. Um, that'll be on there next week, I think. Yep. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh, Kraken Spectacor Bruins act worse in most of their regular season games. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not entirely wrong there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, goal assistant and misconduct. Is that a Yanni Gord hat trick? Interesting. Interesting. I, I don't know about that. I mean, he was in so many scrums tonight so so many he was in the middle of everything and you know what he loved it he had a smile on his face the whole time i can't wait to see some of the shots that our photographer jen got of just yanni i'm sure like in all these scrums and smiling oh yeah they're gonna be some great picks from this one definitely 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 uh canucks pk at 79.5 percent since the all-star break 85.4 since the start of march thanks for that update you know i've been pushing the patreon live game commentary tomorrow everybody link in the description below if you're interested uh we've been talking about that and yeah we're we're trying to see like kind of you know the kraken could continue this power play stuff moving forward there and i knew vancouver had been bad but appreciate that update uh donnie arizona gives up the most power plays in the nhl and i see it as great practice for the kraken that's what i said at the beginning of this one rj i know they only went two for seven but that was a lot of time they got to you know in an in-game setting really work on some things yeah for sure i mean in the first few of the game too the coyotes were taking a lot of penalties early which is no recipe to win or try and get an upset against a, a playoff team yep 
Uh, Joshua, it's 1.30 a.m. and I'm supposed to get up at 4 a.m. to go to D.C. for work. Suffice it to say, I will be calling in sick tomorrow. Totally worth it. And while playing hooky, I will be keeping my eye on Twitter for that Larson sit-on dude clip with the Larson do-do-do soundtrack. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't entirely know what to say to that, Joshua, other than I hope you have a fun day tomorrow yeah. and that you get some sleep. I, I do hope you get some sleep, but thanks for staying up with us. And, and hopefully, you know, again, uh, we see you tomorrow night in the, um, the live game commentary as well. Uh, all the congrats for Leanne. Definitely, definitely. Ty, Winterhawks up 3-0 in the series over Everett. May have to dig out the broom already. I'm not saying anything, but I'm sure <laughs> thinking something. Oh, man. There you are. Uh, let's see. Striatic Mariners fan and M's cap on link light rail just now. I'll take Kraken playoffs over Mariners wins for now. Because, yes, we talked about that, RJ. Kraken undefeated when the Mariners are also playing in town, but the Mariners didn't get the win tonight. And I said, you know, I mean, they got a lot more games to make up for it. Yeah, exactly. They've got like 150 something more. This is fine. Need the wins here right now. Yep, definitely. Cameron, yo, going to the game tomorrow in Vancouver. Go Kraken and tomorrow only go Blackhawks. Who are the Blackhawks playing? What am I, what am I spacing? Oh, yeah, Calgary, definitely. Calgary, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's acceptable. Yes, that, that makes sense there. Um, all right, so we got a question here. We've been getting this question a lot in comments. I got to answer some of the comments from the pod today on YouTube. Haven't uh, didn't have time for it yet. If the Spitfire, if the Spitfires are done for the season, will Shane be reassigned to the Kraken? Now, you and I, we were talking a bit about this before the game. We're not entirely sure that he can be, for one. Right. I, I haven't found any. I've, I've checked online. I haven't found any confirmation one way or the other about whether it's or not it's possible. Um, I, I can't think of an example where that's happened. Yeah. Can you? No, not really. And the bottom line is, if they did and he played one more game, you're burning the year off his ELC. And you definitely don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So I don't think that that's going to happen. However, if he's able to join the Firebirds, I think the Kraken do that. Like, why wouldn't you? Right. But I, the thing is, he's already... I don't, I don't know why he'd be able to join the Firebirds, given the, the, the NHL-CHL agreement, because he's still too young. Not if their season is over and he's not going to be eligible next year, which you and I did that math on, and we thought that he wasn't going to be eligible next year. That was the thing from 2013. It was on the Discord. Everybody was really trying to figure this out. But if that's still the rule from the previous CBA, then there is a chance that he is able to join the Firebirds. The problem is, everybody, and here's the big problem, is the NHL does all this stuff behind the scenes, and then they never make any of it public. So there's nowhere you can just go to actually know the rules for the NHL. And that's like ridiculous. It is that we're having to try and kind of figure it out this way. Like, I, and I, of course I'd love to just walk into Ron Francis's office and be like, Hey, could you please clear this up for me? We have great access. We don't have that kind of access. Um, but if I happen to run into him, I will try and see if he'll clear that up. He's, he's generally very nice and will make time for you on small things. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to get that figured out. Yeah, but the bottom line is RJ and I were trying to figure out if he still was eligible for the CHL next year and thus would have to be sent there if the Kraken didn't want him. We It was kind of inconclusive, if I Right, remember. because it comes down to how many seasons he's played in juniors. And yes. if the COVID season that he missed entirely and didn't play any games because it was the COVID season, right. if that counts, then he's eligible to play in the AHL. But if it doesn't count, 
as a, as a season accrued, then he wouldn't be. So right. I, I don't know what the ruling is on that. Right. We don't know what the ruling is on that. And then that would affect based on the old CBA. It sounds like his ability to potentially join the Firebirds. It's it's a mess. The bottom line is we don't know. It doesn't sound like really anybody is 100% sure. So I think we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what happens. Like if the Firebirds get bounced soon, which based on how they're playing is probably going to happen, uh, and then he gets assigned somewhere, we'll, we'll know. But it's also possible that the Kraken just want him. Maybe they bring him in just to have him around the team and then just, you know, rest up, get ready for next year kind of thing too. Yeah. Uh, striatic, the Jeremy Lausanne Memorial whiteboard. Basically, yes. I had to use it a lot more <laughs> last season with Jeremy Lausanne just explaining things. With this That's year. true. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, I mean, hey, man. Jeremy Lausanne was in the line, Kraken lineup the last time the Coyotes played here. What, the schedule is ridiculous. I know, <laughs> I know. Schedule is crazy. Oh, man. Yes, some love for the Afrotreat. Definitely, definitely. Uh, absurdly saying, seriously, it's April 3rd. Mariners are going to be just fine come September. Yeah. I know. So many games ahead for them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bach, piss it off. Donnie is insane because he can't hurt a fly. You have to be really evil to get him. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. Important question. What is the correct spelling of Dog Scoy's given name? So Afra, it is spelled A-P-H-R-A. That is how I, how I spelled Afra, just like Afra Bean or Dr. Afra, the Star Wars character, the two people she's named after. So there we go. Uh, Afra Bean not being a Star Wars character, but actually like one of the first <laughs> female novelists like to make money writing things. <laughs> Very different, uh, different things there on the spectrum. Uh, we might have joked about Larson riding that player into battle from Sarah. I mean, why not? Why not? Oh, man. Uh, Calgary plays Winnipeg Wednesday night. Huge game from Daniel. Okay, so Calgary going to have back-to-back and then go into that on the second half of the back-to-back. That's going to be interesting. Definitely worth watching for the Kraken as far as uh, clinching situation. Uh, good night for um, Driggs uh, with the Coachella win. Definitely love it. Husey got the game-winning goal in the shootout. Love to hear of it. Course. Fire. Thanks for those updates. Um all right, Donnie. Okay, way past the time for me to get him a can jersey after not only the year he's had, but that toe drag release goal he had tonight. That was beautiful, RJ. That hit all three posts too. Yes, that was gorgeous. Oh, I mean, I yeah. Was... If you are thinking about getting him a can jersey, if if it's just like the commitment is the problem, I understand it's expensive, but if like if just taking the leap is is what's holding you back, like what are you waiting for? Just go do it. This guy's in the first year of a five year contract. He's doing this stuff. He's gonna keep doing this stuff. Go get that jersey. Yeah, again, first player to really commit to the franchise and all that stuff too. Like that's a good reason to do it. I yeah. I'd be on board with it as well. Uh, Lindsay Nightall, let's do another dance party tomorrow night for sure. Lindsay, I think yeah, we'll probably hang it up here after this one just because we got the other one tomorrow night. And again, yeah. one more time. For Patreon people, it is the live commentary game. Again, I know it's short notice. It's early in the month, all that stuff. It's just the only game we had where we could both do yep. it. Um, but yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Kraken going up to Vancouver for that one. Uh, see what kind of momentum they can bring from this one, RJ, because I mean, I got to think it's going to be a lot of good, good stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, they're carrying over a ton of positive momentum. Uh, you know, the Canucks are just kind of playing for pride at this point, but um, it, it's going to be a tough game. The Kraken are going to need to play well. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm excited to see what they can do. It'll be a little bit of a step up over this Arizona team. So excited to see them take on that next level of challenge. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. Looking forward to tomorrow. One more shout out for Queen Anne Beer Hall for sponsoring this post game live, as well as all the podcasts, like the deep dive, which again, everybody recommend that one. We talk about all the Kraken's options for who they're going to face in this postseason. Then we rank them based on who we want to face versus who we really don't want to have to face in the playoffs this year. So definitely go give that one. It's it's extra long, uh, but it's it's definitely worth the listen. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for this one. Thanks, everybody, who gave the Super Chats, and we'll see you all next time.